0: What would happen if you put two children in grown men costumes in a room talking about football every week with a microphone? You're about to find out.
1: Number 95. Just, just relax. Okay. Very connected. I just need to uh, ask you, your name and what, where you're from. Um, what are you doing?
2: My name's Luke. I'm from a Touchline Ramp podcast. It's a football podcast.
1: And on this podcast, yeah. what type of thing things do you do you discuss?
2: Um this week we're gonna Just get um, comfortable, it's right. I I have, yeah. right. um we're gonna talk about um we're gonna talk transfer speculation. Um we're gonna talk uh Arsenal mm-hmm. we're gonna talk um Juventus. Yeah. Um we're gonna talk about kits. Yeah. Kits. Um kits. Not Kit Simons.
1: Who
2: you knows? Play around. Who said anything? Right, and then we're going to uh, have a bit of feedback. Feedback. Yeah, that's good, that. Um, and then go home, hopefully.
1: Just, just relax. Okay. Just, just relax into it. Should we, uh, should we play the music?
2: <sighs> play the music. This is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rant's latest podcast. Back of the net. Oh, you've all recorded it. you. Yay! Speculation. Right, spec- thank you very much again. We're, right, just once again, episode 95, Touchline Rant podcast. How are you all doing? Thank you very much for checking us in. We're going to start talking some transfer speculation this week. Um, Speculations. thank you yes we're gonna talk the rumor mill transfer window rumor mill the biggest one that i think we can sort of there's two ones which are big this week i think speculation wise is uh the maguire are you bored of that story yeah, yeah it's a bit boring. can i just make a, a sort of a Boring, and boring, and boring, and press, press, press till the end. Can I make a point about the Maguire one? Which is just some, something about it which is bothering me. Now, I personally don't believe that Aaron Maguire is worth the money they're talking about. Spending on him, yeah? Mm. Which is £80 million less to want for him. There's talk it's going to be an £80 million pound transfer. Um, which would technically make him the most expensive defender in the world. But, they're judging that based on Virgil van Dijk. Price when he signed for Liverpool. Not the current market. I want to put the. So they're What's saying. Van Dyke. Van Dyke was 75 million when he signed for Liverpool. Uh-huh. Now, can you imagine, based on the last two eighteen months that Virgil Van Dyke has had, how good he's been? His valuation now would be what? In today's market, like 125, 130 million?
1: Yeah.
2: You know, if they're talking about Koulibaly being worth 120 million, uh-huh. Napoli's touted to 120 million, then Van Dyke's worth that. So Maguire is. is not being valued as the best defender in the world. He's being valued as an £80 million defender in this market. So what's your issue? My issue with the transfer is that I just... It doesn't excite me whether he goes to... Yeah, but to,
1: just because it's just a perpetual thing? You, everyone's bored of it.
2: It might be, but I just... He's not an exciting player, is he? Do you know what I mean? Harry Maguire is not an exciting player. He's a short back and sides Englishman. He's not. People love that. That's the thing. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. People might do. But look, the fact is, Griezmann signing for Barcelona is far sexier than Maguire. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) That's what I mean by it. I've got nothing against him. I just don't. He's not exciting. PSG, uh, sorry, Barcelona have signed Griezmann and Real Madrid have signed Hazard. And Man United and Man City, you're and talking Vick. about signing Harry and Maguire. Juve signed Delict. Yeah, look, Juve signed Delict. So that's my problem with this deal. Can I move on De, to another one? Because it's just De Ligt boring. Ligt Maguire. Yeah, exactly. But Delict's price, we'll talk about this more later in our Juventus section, but Delict's price was very decent in this current market. Because it was Juventus doing the negotiations. If Man United did those negotiations, he'd have gone for like triple the price because yeah. Ed Woodward would have been like I don't know what he's worth yeah please come help yeah, um, <laughs> so <better than> he <laughs> made, I swear <laughs> right so there's there, let's move on to another one because the Harry Maguire deal just doesn't excite me he's oh, not yeah. a, it's right.
1: no, no longer speculation but no, Trippy is
2: gone yeah Trippy has gone to Atletico but this is speculation but I, the other I'm biggest can can you another, that stuff. another big story this week is Neymar asking to be sold by PSG and PSG have openly come out and said that he's asked to be transferred, like Thomas Tuchel we, was told. Well, we he said in an interview, yeah, we. Though, but. but the speculation has now been confirmed in that Neymar has basically said because his people said he was only late back because he had charity work to do, which was true. He was in Brazil with his foundation. Um, but the club said, "Well, we didn't authorize this," and now Neymar's apparently handed in a transfer. He's basically said, "I want to leave this summer." And Barcelona are trying so to bring him in. Work. I mean, Barca, imagine if they sign Griezmann, uh, Frankie de Jong and Neymar in one transfer window. Just imagine that. That's mad. Mm-hmm. Right, I don't think he will, to be honest. I think Neymar's going to end up... It wouldn't surprise me. You look at the money. Real Madrid have spent a lot of money. They have, they have to be worried about financial fair play. Barca have spent a lot of money. They have to be worried. All right, de Jong was, you know... De Jong was, like, what, £80 million? It was
1: done before the season
2: was over. Yeah, so there would be last year's tax you know, sheets. But it's still a lot of money that they've spent recently. So I can't see them spending £250 million on Neymar. I just don't see where they'd have the money. Real Madrid have spent a lot on their transfers, so I don't think see him signing there. I think the best deal for everyone in this whole thing is just, Neymar, stay at PSG for one more season. I know he's 27. Stay at PSG for one more season. Get paid a king's ransom. And you'll still be, you'll still be welcomed back, you know, into the arms of another Another club next window.
1: Just stay on the next speculation and, and round-up. Can we do like a, a bargain section? Yeah, like we'll a do a bargain, bargain. a bargain. Can I check
2: it? Can I check a bargain bin section in no yes. e now? Yeah. Good, um, link. Good link. Everton are apparently interested in Mario Manzukic. And they've just signed Fabian Delph, which is not speculation anymore, it's true. But their talks about... Because Juve need to now, with Ronaldo's wage and with the lict coming in, they need to shelve off some of the wages. So, I like the idea of Mario Mandzukic playing at Everton. He's
1: better than that.
2: Yeah, but he's 33. Do you know, the problem with Man- Mandzukic is if he hadn't have already gone to Italy, he's perfect Italy age. 33, still yeah. good. I really rate Mario Mandzukic. I'd love I can't, to
1: I can't see him at Everton.
2: But he's rumoured with Everton, no, but I would I love see. to see... I'd love to see Mandzukic in the Premier League. Full stop. He'd be brilliant. Um, let's stay around Italy and also England So here <laughs> We're going we're gonna to stay here and talk the Romelu Lukaku to Inter Milan saga Have you followed this quite closely? I saw it and I thought,
1: okay, it's just going to go down to the wire Okay, Whatever right happens.
2: It's more interesting than that Can I tell you why? Yeah Inter Milan have only just come out of their sanctions for when they uh, breached financial fair play so they've got less restriction on their transfer business than they can do this summer. Now, they've already signed Barella. They've, they've got uh, Godin coming in, albeit on a free, but he's come in and he's at higher wages. So they have to already look. They've spent wisely so far, Inter. He, he as in C- Conte, the rumour is that he's told the club that he would like to um, have as his two strikers, Jekyll and and Lukaku. The problem with this is they have to get rid of Mario Icardi, so to bring in those two players. And then Mario Acardi has told them he only wants to sign for Juventus. Juventus have told Inter Milan that they are interested in signing Acardi, So that Inter Milan said, OK, fine, we want like, I think it was like 120 million or something like that. And Juve sort of went, oh, well, we'll give you 50 and no more. Because, and they were like, no, no, we're not accepting it. Juve already knew that Acardi wanted to sign for them so he signed personal terms basically Mm. and they've said to him chill and just wait and just tell them you want to sign for us so now Inter have shopped Acardi to other clubs and he's turned all of them down because he said no I only want to play for Juventus and they're like but his Real Madrid were interested in him and then they went for Jovic and he said I don't want to play for Real Madrid I only want to play for Juventus so Inter now need Juventus to take Acardi off their hands and it's all as a bargaining tool by Juventus. So it's a ransom. It's basically, yeah. It's really an interesting story. So if Lukaku... So now Inter have come in and said, well, we'll give you this much up front and then we'll loan him for two years. And United have said, no, you have to buy Lukaku up front and we want... I think it's something like 80 million they want for him. Um, They've said, no, you have to pay us 80 million. And Inter said, we'll give you 10 million up front. And then we'll pay you twenty-seven million next at the end of next season. Twenty-seven at the end of that, and then he's our player. They do business so well. That's how they've structured it into Milan with United, and United have turned them down. And again, all of this is just speculation. But do you know the reason they turned them down? Because when remember they tried to sign Perisic a few years back when Jose was there, Inter Milan said we want fifty million, and they didn't have to sell him. And United were like, we can only spend forty-five million. Like that's our budget. We've only got forty-five million. It's only five million. We'll throw an add-on in so that we don't pay you now. We pay you next year another £5 million. And Inter said, no, we want it all up front.
1: <laughs>
2: so now United are doing the same back to Lukaku. So Inter are desperate to bring Lukaku in. Desperate to sell Acardi, And Juve and Man United are just like, well, we're going to up all of your plans. And Roma won't release Dzeko to go to... Um, won't release Dzeko to go to Inter as well. They won't release really, until they've got a replacement. And their replacement was going to... I can't remember their so replacement. So it's going to go down to the wire. It's literally going to go down to the wire. But that's the bit... They're the two... They're the sort of... The big it's speculations that speculation, speculation. you know. I thought... Oh, another one which I thought was interesting. Jean-Michel Serri. Serri, yeah. Uh, is being linked with AC Milan and Galatasaray.
1: You knew this quality before that? Well, look,
2: Did AC Milan, though, have got... Uh, Jean-Michel Seri is a great player. He's a great, great player. His time at Fulham does not fully reflect how great of a player he is. He didn't settle. It was an absolute horror show. Imagine that being your first club in a new league. It's a horror show at Fulham, it was. So, yeah, I think he'd suit AC Milan. But AC Milan themselves, they've only just... Uh, they've been knocked out of Europe. They failed financial fair play last year. And they've been kicked out of the Europa League. Wrap it up then. Wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, give me one word then. Speculation. Speculation. Hello, probando. Un, two, three, probando. send a message in egg.fm We're going to now talk one of your favourite topics. What are we doing now? Arsenal.
1: Go on then. The Arsenal. online continues. Right. Maybe it's on the coastline
2: Did you absence. All right. No, hang on. You've got a whole dossier here. I've got a dossier here. Uh, did you see the hashtag, we care do you? No, we did not.
1: Okay. I switched off from any, any recent um, Arsenal chat. Okay,
2: so, the hashtag, we care to you, was started by, and I quote, blog: Arsenal Armed Forces Supporters Club, Arsenal Supporters Trust, Black Scarf Movement, blah, 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 blah. Like, basically, a load of fan groups signed a letter to the owner like, respected journalists, Like, respected fans. So, Arsenal. Arsenal. was a massive fan of Arsenal. Fantastic, Arsenal.
1: Arsenal.
2: They sent this. Hashtag, we care to you. As Arsenal fans, we've watched with frustration as the team's football performances have declined over the past decade. When Stan Kroenke began buying Arsenal shares, the club had just complete, competed in the first Champions League final. Twelve years on, Arsenal are about to play in the Europa League for the third year running. They're basically just slagging off the owners and saying, if you need to invest. Basically. basically it's a cronky pressure yeah it's we're at a crossroads it feels Arsenal is at a crossroads Um it's sad that an, this is my favourite it
1: was out of the crossroads at the beginning of this season and halfway through it I thought maybe they're in the crossroads
2: mm. but this hinges can I on, that, on that can I read you my favourite yeah. bit that they wrote to the owners of Arsenal Football Club mm. it is sad that an institution like Arsenal FC has such passive ownership All of us want to see a clear sense of purpose and direction. KSE should start by being more open and accountable and explain how they intend to achieve the goal of winning the game's major trophies. It's a great letter and it prompted the hashtag, We Care Do You. And it was was literally a case of, to the owners, to Stan Kronkia, we care about this club, show us that you do. And they responded and they said, oh, keep up to... uh, is this what they actually said? Yeah, they basically, they said... So yeah, they said it. We're excited. Uh, we're excited about the signings we want to make this summer. Stay tuned. So basically, just cock-teasing Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> just being like, right, w- wait, because we're going to sign someone huge. We're going to sign that, a big-name player. Is that
1: why Emery come come through and said, yeah, we're waiting on three, four, mm. five players?
2: Yeah. Exactly right. Now, it, shouldn't, it
1: shouldn't be a hard tell to play for Arsenal. Though. Right,
2: now, the problem is, And this is where I want to draw people's attention to a media story, which has just seemed to have been completely ignored Yeah, with Arsenal. The rumour was, at the start of the season, the big rumour was Arsenal had only given Emery £40 to buy new players. That was a huge rumour. Everyone was pushing it. They have not given Emery any money to strengthen this summer. Now that story has to be coming from somewhere. So I imagine that's from Emery's people, shall we say. They're not giving me money. Now, but it doesn't add up with the other stories. Arsenal have apparently had a bid of £25 million turned down for Kieran Tierney, who'd be a great signing for Arsenal. Amazing signing. Kieran Tierney from Celtic is a great, great fullback. Perfect Arsenal signing. Perfect. Bear in mind, this same media have just told you that Arsenal are running £40 million this summer. So if they have bid £25 million that means they've only got £15 million left of this apparent budget, yeah? Mm-hmm. So why are the same media telling me that they're trying to spend £40 million on Zaha? I'm right. like, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I think they, they would be uproar if Zaha got signed before any defenders. Right, yes, but do you see my point? Is that the media is telling you Arsenal have only got £40 million to spend, but they also want you to believe that they've offered a combined... 75 million pounds for two players. Well, you can't have it both ways. You said they only have 40 million, now you're saying they're going to spend 75 million. You've made one of those stories up. You messed do. Them. You don't believe everything you see in the press, I feel sorry for Arsenal this season hmm. and this summer.
1: Don't. Do you know what? There's still fantastic players there. We just know where and need strengthening. However, Ballerine being back will be huge. Can I give you. Ursul looks like he's playing the part in the advertising I mean he's got good hair he's Fantastic. gone blonde everyone's gone blonde
2: everyone always gone blonde right um, Neymar he, blonde Ramsey. I blame Kenzuki Honda blonde that's so what I right we another thing about Arsenal this, this wow. summer just a little bit is positive yes. positive mm. news about Arsenal because I do yeah. worry about them yeah. they've got no defenders and Koscielny's on strike hmm. you know what I mean <laughs> and their captain. Keshillny wants to be released on a free so he can join I think it's Marseille. Montreal comes back into play in center and
1: Kozniak is on the left.
2: Well look, they have to do something about this because their captain has publicly gone on strike and is refusing to train with the club because he wants to leave. Mm. That is not a good look. Oh, it says uh, and United have got everything in, in check have they. I don't know it's an absolute shit show over there too. But it's just an interesting thing. It's like buy defenders because your defence is falling apart. You need it. You buy defenders. Um, my other thing, they'll be, we'll end on a high. It looks as though there's, they're going to bring in Danny Caballos from Real Madrid on loan. Do
1: you like that, Jim?
2: I like Danny Caballos a lot. He's a great player. How that, much? Oh, he's a £30 million, £40 million player, Danny Caballos. They talk, but he's coming in on a year's loan. Um, Whether or not that will see an option to buy him next season, I don't know. But Dani Caballos can play out wide. He's an attacking, or he can play as an attacking midfielder. He's a great buy. Real Madrid, he's one of the players Real Madrid bought so that no one else could because they thought he's going to be worth a lot of money. Um, And now they're in a position where they can't actually play him because they've got bigger stars. But he he deserves to play. Is that good? So Arsenal is perfect. He'll play week in, week out, and he suits that side. He really does.
1: So then they'll sign Zaha and then they'll get a couple of centre-backs and then happy days.
2: Problem solved. Problem is, they've got no money. Yeah. Kickstarter? Kickstarter maybe. I mean that we have
0: players with problems, but we have on the pitch players with problems.
2: Right. The powerhouse continues. Yes, uh, this uh, long listeners of this podcast will know of the love that we we have for Juventus Football Club, and this week they have gone and signed the arguably the hottest young talent in the world mm-hmm. for a great price. Arguably, with Mateus Delict signing for them um, at a really reasonable price, you know, like sixty million or something. I believe it was. Yeah. It's not... Sixty. Say it's like sixty million um that's a great price that they've managed to get and it's because it's Juve. It's Juve. Now there there's an interesting sort of thing around the brand. this brand. Yeah, because I know he's not um a bosman signing. They've got two separate ways of doing business Juve and it's fascinating. They've got the one hand where they will go out now and make a big money signing like Ronaldo which was gigantic when he signed for Juve. And Now they've signed Matthias Delict. And he's. So these are the big money transfers. And then the other hand, they do this amazing business where they just get Adrian Rabio in on a free. And they get Aaron Ramsey in on a free. And they get Buffon back on a free. It's it's like they've done all this business, not a single transfer fee is in sight. And they've signed Rabio, Ramsey, and Buffon. (laughs)
1: And they, single. they do, the, if not the best business in Europe.
2: Yeah, and now they've also brought in Delict. Like, they've, they've got such a great... Mo- I I, I was listening to another podcast this week, actually, and they made a great point on that, where they said that the reasoning behind uh, their ability to manipulate the Bosman ruling with such uh, relentless brilliance... Like, the amount of Bosman signings that Juve make is fascinating. Um and it said that what it is, is because they've got a really good relationship with all agents. So even to the point where they've said to agents before, um, can you represent us in the negotiations and we'll pay you a fee? So they've sent agents in to negotiate other deals on their behalf. And that's then gone, well, when we're dealing with you as an agent for our footballers, we'll be favourable to you. So it, agents now, whenever their contracts are coming up, they'll ring Juventus and say, He's got nine months left on his contract. And Juventus will say, stall on the contract and we'll bring him in on a free. So that's what they did with PSG. And uh, Adrian Rabiot refused to sign a contract to PSG. Refused to. So they dropped him last season. The owners dropped him. If you're not going to to sign a new contract with us, you will not play for this football club again. And he went, I'm not signing a new contract. Because he'd already agreed that he was going to join. He was going to join next summer. He was going to join Juventus on a free. Because Juve had been dealing with his agent. Same thing with Ramsey So it's the commodities game Yeah it's man? really interesting man And it's They've got such an interesting so Way very, of doing things
1: Would you call them sneaky Or would you say No they clever
2: game? They're very clever yeah. And they get rid of players At the right time That's the other thing is yeah, the yeah. instru- They get rid of players Like anyone else Signing um, Evra From Manchester United When they did Sign in from Manchester United it, Like at his age And everyone was thinking He was coming to the end Of his run As a top level player he played for a few more seasons at a very, very high level. Yeah, and Juventus obviously. saw that. And then they... they it's Italy,
1: it's going to happen.
2: Yeah, well, they, look, they, they, they have this option as well. But the way they treat players, say someone like Danny Alves. When Danny Alves was there, um, they released him on a free transfer at his request. Because he was like, I've got time left on my contract, but PSG are willing to pay me this much money. but I can't, But they don't want to pay a transfer fee and Juventus said yeah that's fine we'll release you in. so they released him on a free transfer but got to, be to mutually terminated this contract. so that gives the player what he wants it gives the agent what he wants and Juventus go well we won't take a like, they could take a sizable they lose about well, how much would Danny Alves be worth with six months left on his contract <laughs> say 10 mil maybe you could get 10. for Danny Alves he's quite old I mean he's 35 but they released him on a free. Tevez, Tevez wanted to go back to Boca. So what they did with that is they said they, Boca couldn't afford to buy Tevez. Tevez wanted to go back to Boca. So Juve said, okay, right, we will negotiate on your behalf with Boca Juniors. So they would represent Tevez. And the deal they walked away with was no money up front. They released him of his contract. So they lost 14 million, uh, which is what they valued him at. So they lost the £40 million, But what they did gain was options on a number of players from Boca Juniors' youth team. And Tevez got exactly what he wanted. So Tevez was over the moon. He was like, thank you for releasing me from my contract to go back to Boca. Boca were delighted because they didn't have to pay a transfer fee for Tevez. And Juve have got Benton Kerr out of that deal. That's the only reason he's at Juve. He was one of those players that uh, had the first option. They're, they've got such good history of treating players well, treating agents well.
1: The fan. Juve love
2: him. Yeah, fans love them. So Juve have just... They've created so much goodwill. You know, it's... It's fascinating.
1: Yeah, so the way they've conducted themselves as well as the, the absolutely huge rebrand, which now
2: sets them apart from anyone else they the continent. A, They feel at a crossroads and this season. Here. Yeah, sorry, we haven't... They've got Delict. So everyone... The thing with the Delict deal that got me this week is I've heard a number of people say to me, if you remember... Before I get to that, remember a few weeks ago, I said on this podcast that I believed if DeLict wanted to go to the biggest club in the world, he could now. Like Barcelona wanted him desperately. He could go to Barcelona, and I said, I think it's a move too soon for him. I think he needs to make a move to a much bigger club, but not United Real. Where's perfect for him? Barça. And I said if he wants to learn how to defend, he should go to Juventus. And he, he heard that. He yeah, he, heard that. he listened to this. The he problem listened. is, he knew. he knew from there. The problem is, is that. Delict needed to go to Juventus because he's nineteen, and people forget that he was only nineteen years old. He's only nineteen. That's all he. Co- he's only nineteen. He's only nineteen. So he's still got a lot of learning to do and developing to do as a footballer. Where's the best place to do that? In Europe. Well, the best way to, place to do it is Italy. Probably
1: anywhere in particular.
2: Italy and U. Like, his education now, every training session, he's going to not only be training with player, a, a player of the quality of Cristiano Ronaldo every day in training, and players like Blaise Matuidi, yeah, Quadrado, Dybala, these are serious footballers. Rabio, Ramsey, delicti is going to be training with these, and that's going to improve him because he's going to be playing against a high, training with a higher caliber of player than he did at Ajax. Ajax have got a great squad, but they're learning together. Hmm. He's now got this. This so is the best move for him for development. The amount of like education, an yeah, it's and then at the back, he's going to be training with uh, Benucci and Chiellini every. Every day,
1: and you have all the new in in Buffon and also you've got and you've
2: got Danielli Rugani there as well, who's another young, very, very talented centre back, and there is talk that the Buffon deal happened specifically because they were signing Delict. so Buffon was actually going to Barcelona. What? Yeah, he was going to come in because. What, if you didn't want it to be... No, no, no. This is what he'd agreed. He was leaving PSG because Barcelona was signing him. He was going to Barcelona as their second-choice goalkeeper to sit on the bench at Barcelona. Andrea Agnelli heard this story, rang Gigi Buffon, because they've got a very good relationship, Buffon and the owner, Uh He rang Buffon and said, if you go into Barcelona to sit on their bench, why don't you come home and sit on our bench? And he was like, why? And he said, look, we need... Perrin isn't set... Apparently Perrin hasn't settled as being number two choice goalkeeper. And they said, we're signing Matthias Delict and we need someone in the dressing room who's going to be able to tutor him and mentor him. Tutelage. So we would like you to come back in. And basically, Buffon's been signed as a coach slash player. So Buffon's been signed with the proviso that when he plays at least eight games in Syria next season, because then he becomes the... He beats uh, Paolo Maldini's record. He's eight games away from being the most, you know, the player who's played the most Serie A games ever. So his agreement is that this season he'll break that record. He gets at least eight games. So he'll become a legend even more. But he's been brought into basically tutor delict in the art of defending. So he's got Chiellini, Bonucci and Buffon teaching him daily about how to defend. He could become twice the player he is now twice the player and he's brilliant now he could become the best defender in the world within two or three seasons and if he does at 24 25 years old say he's there at three say he's there at Juve three to four seasons and Juve have got an agreement in place that he will be sold and Barca come in, they could legitimately pay £200 million for him, the way that the market's developing. If he becomes the footballer, I suspect he will become. There
1: surely must be a, a bit of a crash with the market. I don't see
2: how it could be so high. It's not sustainable. It's not. The market is hugely high at the minute. But, look, it's, it's interesting. But all the while, while they're doing that, they will also hey, obviously but, be finding right, the right. best free transfers All out
1: right, well, that, that we wraps a deep dive into we We've deep
2: divin. Jeez. Is that a word? Divin. It was a deep, it was can a, you deep, it was a, Divin? It was a deep dive. <laughs> We've deep dived. Oh, Jesus. There you go. Oh.
0: oh. A replay. Something that he really didn't want either way. No, I was really looking forward to it. I thought it would be a good
2: idea for a minute to go. I thought we'd, you know, either give him a goal because I'd like to go to Ellen Road on a Tuesday night. I haven't been, <laughs> here f- I haven't been up there for a few years. Uh- kits. We
1: see some good Kits. Kits, kits, kits—the kits. overpriced, expensive nature of of kits. None of them recycled now. None. That was just a, just a, just a pff, diaspora, you just mean, a dandelion spore in the wind.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, look, Parley for oceans have got back involved with Juve again, but
1: that was just a one-time hit.
2: Anyway. No, they're back in second year, but not. Yeah, they're still doing. They're still just doing. Number,
1: number maybe third kit.
2: There's still... Yeah, it's not for the first kit, though. I can't What's remember which did, but, but look, it's... There's been some good kits, there's been some bad kits. Can I throw one kit at you? Huddersfield Town.
1: Right, you know that that's a trigger word for me right now. It's a trigger yep. word. Um, the irresponsible nature of a gambling firm. A gambling firm. Yeah. Uh, as market employee, whatever else anything there's no good that can come from that absolutely no good it's irresponsible from gambling sites yeah Generally, can i throw the allowance
2: is too far is it is it more or less so damaging if this turns out to be a hoax the rumor is this is a hoax
1: yeah and it probably is however it doesn't go removed from the point that like is get to what to get people talking to see yes, see how irresp- yeah i know that but to see how actually irresponsible they are oh, and, yeah, I, it is. and if anything i think it should open up a huge debate about gambling in in sport and in football anyway
2: even if it's a mickey take i don't believe that gambling companies should be able to do that level i think
1: there should be a fine i don't know what the hell it should be it's just severely irresponsible considering uh be gamble aware and any other any other uh, charities that operate like that. I just Look, think and Be Gamble Aware as well is on
2: every single you know, like, uh, betting app. Every podcast yeah. where in, they mention betting, they have to say, the for more in information, TV, Be Gamble yeah. Aware.
1: Same as drink responsibly. Yeah, and they have the to mention these
2: things legally. So then, for a gambling it. company to come out in the way that they did across Huddersfield Town and Top, yep. whether it's real or not, Breaches. Surely, it's got to breach some regulations with the gambling it's, what they're allowed to advertise. Can, can, I've said it before, and I will continue to say it: if cigarette companies can't sponsor anything to do with football, then neither should gambling companies. But
1: that's how people. And get neither paid, should right?
2: alcohol companies. If you ban cigarettes because they will, you know, because it's and it's they will kill you. It's a health risk. You can't be taking money off to tobacco companies. However, you can take money off gambling and, and gambling's fine and get, yeah and get gambling's and alcohol fine, isn't it? yeah, there's no harm that can come from gambling, is there? Yeah, it's, it's well, what I mean. come from alcohol gambling. problems as well. It's just like hang on a minute, alcohol kills people. Alcohol kills people daily. You can't say, Oh drink responsibly but then not what's wrong with smoke responsibly? Smoke responsibly. Well it's gonna damage your health. I know it will, but I'm doing it responsibly. Alcohol is the same, so they shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, and gambling trash. can ruin people's lives; it shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, there we are. That's, we, it that's, shouldn't be allowed. That's that one out the way. Can I brighten the this mood is going to a little bit? A bit? What's your favorite kit? Right, I want to brighten. Oh, don't say favorite kit. Okay, my favorite kit. We're we talking just Premier League, or oh, no, all over, all over Europe. What you've seen so far? Okay, well, it's easier to say. I the Barcelona one weirdly has grown on me. I didn't like the Barcelona one uh, when it first came out. But then I saw Antoine Griezmann's unveiling video and suddenly You're I was kidding. like, oh man, he looks good in that shirt. I could look that good in that shirt. Look how good he looks. The only kit that's done that to me, other than that, this this kit, is last season's Nigeria top for the World Cup.
1: Oh, Japan top as well.
2: I've got the Japan top. The Japan top was stunning. So I've got the Japan top. But... The Nigeria one just took on a life of its own, didn't it? It sold out immediately. Only 3 con- million. Yeah, only 3 million of those shirts came into the UK and they sold out in a day. 3 million. That was an iconic shirt. And I watched that and thought, oh man, that is a nice kit. I've got to buy that kit. Watch and that the kit. Then realised that actually I'm not going to look as good in that kit. So yeah. I've got to try to break myself away from the greasy thing. You way too much. Yeah, well, I do. That's what I do. Uh right, the United one I don't hate. The Arsenal, Arsenal one, one's lovely. The Arsenal one I love. Yeah. Especially the unveiling video around it as well. So uh, I do like the Spurs one, that's grown on me quite a bit. The collar's weird. Yeah. Uh the Chelsea one is amazing. Chelsea was very good. The, the Chelsea one is man. really good. I also like the Everton one. Yeah. Um, Umbro made some good kits. Except you know, from that. Yeah, the, the Huddersfield one was awful. But the uh, the whole city one is good. A shout out to Forest Green Rovers. Their Forest Green Forest green Rovers, Forest green Rovers is... Um, their kit's made from bamboo. We missed out on them. They played Cardiff the city. I know. I my... saw. I saw. Um, so, yeah, we've... Forest Green Rovers, big shout out. there. kits are doing very well. They're very nice. Further Afield. it be iconic. Further Afield, like I said, the Barca one's grown on me. The Juventus one has grown on me, even though I hate it. Juve is a good kit. Mm. It's thoughtful. It's, no, I don't it's, like it. it. Fashion, I don't like it it is Kierlini looks boxes. M- no, Aaron Ramsey looks amazing in it Aaron Ramsey looks really good come at me Kierlini doesn't um, he's not Aaron Ramsey no but he doesn't look good in it but I like the goalkeeper one goalkeeper one is quite nice um, Inter Milan's one is atrocious really bad Milan's like really really bad and crash. I thought Inter's last season was awful as well I like Milan's AC yeah is. Milan is nice Milan AC have gone you know the PSG one, I do not like the new sponsor, and I don't like the I quite like the stripes going down mm. the middle. I don't like it at all. Um, Man City away. Looks like a melted Calippo.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, in the hot sun. In the hot, hot sun.
1: Or a Zoom lolly. Can we leave it on Zoom lolly? Yeah. Listener
0: uh, feedback. So, as we always do now on the show, we always read all your texts or messages or tweets, or whatever feedback that comes in. We always appreciate your feedback. Mm. Keep it coming to us mm. on all the socials. Here they are for this week Clive Mendonca.
2: On the socials, what are they quickly? At, at a touchline, a touchline rant. rant Twitter, that's it. Yeah, correct. easy enough. Come on, M- D-
0: Mendonca. Go Mendonca says, perfect send off for Mitch. Well done, lads. Um, Bruno Urquhart Manga says, This is what you get when you cross football knowledge with layered comedy. Yeah. Um, he goes, Onion he football. goes, Congratulations, boys! Congratulations, Cat boys, pen. you've reached football podcasting nirvana oh, so I think that's a really good one is, really
2: positive really I'm positive um, hashtag ATR live
0: Bert Hass says airplane versus stadium gets a yes 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 from the Hass man um, And I, uh, <laughs> Roger Miller says this episode was cool just cool if I could use one word to describe this episode it would be cool that my friends was cool um, that's uh, Roger Miller um, <laughs> And Isaiah Rankin has, has said vintage, vintage championship corner, return of air for airplane versus stadium, Mitch my son, Salu. That's it, that's it from Isaiah, that's it from all the people, it's the first time we've ever had unanimously, oh no sorry, it's we one got more. one more, one we more. got oh. one more, we nearly got unanimously good. We nearly got your ask me positive feedback, but George Ware's cousin has written in and he says, how do I listen back to the shows? And George, oh, asked neither positive nor negative. George, you have to go on. You have to go on to anchor. And you listen that way. Listen, it's not available. All the podcasts. So, hey, let me get started. George Way's okay.
1: cousins just asked us directly, how, how do we, this? how do we listen back to this yeah. episode? Because he might caught <coughs> in, said, "Say, or maybe <coughs> saw us on YouTube and want he to know how to actually go back oh to God. the podcast." <laughs> and you'll say <laughs> it's either Anchor or iTunes, a touchline rant. They can he, George Way's cousin could actually do that. <laughs> he could do that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, that's, that's the fun f- I, I really <laughs> enjoyed this feedback. This. <laughs> but, yeah. No it's negatives true. this week. Basically. No negatives. <laughs> no negatives. No negatives. <laughs> Is that you summing up, not No, no negatives. negatives. Hey, it's Mitchell Guard here, and if I'm not on ATR, I'm listening to ATR. So have a think about that.
2: Go, no, don't go, let's go. Right, it that's felt another like way. I've been on a journey this week. We've been on a big one this week. We have. We've, we've deep dived into the realms of Uve. We've d- deep divin, deep deep diven into Emery's realms. Um, we've had a gander at what Uve got flashing. Yep. Uh, the ganders didn't we? looked at the old lady's skirt. Um, <laughs> we did that. What else do we do? Did we, looked not at, do that. <laughs> we looked at Arsenal, Arsenal, yeah, and their yeah. issues with their hashtags and whatnots. <laughs> um, kits, non eco friendly kits, non eco friendly, some eco friendly, some good, Forest some green hideous, made of bamboo. Bamboo, get on, get involved yeah. with that. They're not pandas um and then we had a little bit of feedback thank you very much mitchell gad for that. beautiful um, okay i'll do shout out the blender coach shout, shout out, out mitchell gad um yep shout out ooh, i want two more no that, shout out adam hewins no. and i'm shouting out paddy there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a the shout oh, out this week
0: The podcast you have just listened to is brought to you by Anchor. This is the only place to get all your podcasting needs. If you want a warm, fuzzy podcast from all them people, then you ought to listen to the podcast via Anchor. It's the only place to get all that podcast juiciness and stuff. Thank you, y'all.